Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Mill Spec Believer podcast. This is episode 14. Before I get into any of that, I just want to invite you guys to connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Mill Spec Believer. Uh, definitely have some of you guys reaching out and it's been super encouraging. Just a way for both of us to mutually encourage each other to be bold in our faith. It's the whole point of this podcast. And a result of you guys doing that is actually... Our special guest today, we have Major Aaron Rosheim, and uh, yeah, he reached out to me. We were able to connect, and uh, it was actually completely outside of military channels, which was really refreshing and really awesome just to connect as brothers in Christ, and uh, just after talking to him uh, once or twice on the phone, we were just like, dude, we have got to do uh, an episode with you just you have a great testimony and i think all you guys will be encouraged so without further ado uh aaron thanks for coming on man yeah ryan thanks for having me i think it's a good testament to the use of social media now i mean i think it gets a bad rap all the time but i don't know if it was you that liked the post of mine or if i liked the post of yours but you know being able to connect through that and then realize the deeper spiritual connections and similarities that we have has been so encouraging yeah definitely man definitely it was funny today uh just after we finished talking i was putting two and two together i was like dude i don't even know what rank this guy is i'm just calling him bro and dude and all this stuff and i like honestly just thought it was cool just to have a a connection outside the military even though obviously we both are military it was just kind of refreshing yeah i think it shows two of those sides of the bond you know with the military side there's that natural connection but then also the spiritual side which goes eternally deeper that gives a instant connection that i've never even met you in person but i feel like i know you yeah definitely dude definitely well glad we're on the same page there uh if you don't mind just like obviously i know your story but just for everyone listening uh kind of before we uh start when you were a little younger, just kind of who, who are you? What are you currently doing in the military, like family, just any kind of basic overview, if you would, before we backtrack? Yeah, so um, I have been in the Army National Guard for almost 18 years now, and I never grew up planning to be in the military. I, you know, I really don't have a military background in my family. The last people to serve in my family were World War II, so there wasn't really a, a push toward that. I, I would say, you know, I grew up as a kid playing Army in the backyard, but never really thought much about it. My life was pretty much on a track, if I wrote my own movie trailer, to play football as long as I could, and then be a teacher and a coach, and coach football as long as I could, and find myself somewhere in a Hall of Fame somewhere. And that was my movie trailer. And I really... Um, think of life like that where certain plot points you look back after watching a movie and you think oh yeah that totally changed the direction and that's what God does in our own lives too as uh, we can look back and reflect on life you know now here I am 18 years later in the military and I can look back and see how that all came to be and even how God used my childhood my upbringing and even athletics to prepare me for where I am today and so like I said, I did not leave high school to go join the military. I left high school to pursue playing football. And for me, looking back, that was a selfish motive. I just wanted to be a football player. That was my identity. 
I grew up in a Christian home, and my parents raised me well, um, but I never really um, owned it or took the advantage of the relationship that I could have with God. So looking back, I would say it was purely a religion. It was mm. a, a title, and I just didn't have that relationship with God that I learned later was so valuable. And so I pursued football. Um, right after I left for college, my parents divorced, which really took apart my family. And then shortly after that, I had a, another concussion in football, and as those tallied up, really got told that, that was pretty much it until so football got taken away until so my identity which was loosely based on faith was really based on family and football and God really just took that those two big ones away and left me with faith and I wish that I leaned into God at that time but as a 19 year old kid I didn't have that capacity I really rejected it it did not do well for about a year thankfully a whole bunch of loving people grabbed me and pulled me back in and it helped me realize the value of a relationship with God and for the first time at age 20 is when I really grasped that beauty of a relationship with our creator and thankfully um, salvation was already assured I was a, I was a believer but I had never really had a relationship with God before I didn't really know what that looked like but once that happened then God introduced to me, as I started seeking him and his guidance, he introduced the military into my mind, which I never really had played into that before, but started thinking, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Everywhere I looked, there was an ad or a billboard or something that said military. I felt like Jonah. I was running saying, no, I don't want this, but God was relentless. So finally, um, I said, okay, I'll meet with recruiters and so I, I was already in college at the time, and he uh, really just led me down that path. And so I started getting information, and I decided I wanted to do something super challenging. So I went to the recruiters, and I asked that question, what would be hard? What can I do that would challenge me through a whole career? Um, and they offered, you know, the, the spec war type pathways. And I said, or you could pursue flying. And flying really just intrigued me. And so I, I decided that I would pursue flying. and. I was really uh, intrigued by helicopters. I thought, what an interesting machine and just the challenges that are involved with that. And so I said, all right, I want to fly helicopters. How do I do it? And for me, I decided on the Army. I wanted to finish college, so I joined the Guard, so I couldn't finish college. And then uh, through that, I ended up choosing to stay in the Guard. Now here I am 18 years later. I fly helicopters. I work full-time for the Iowa National Guard and uh, I'm a maintenance officer, get to work with Blackhawks. I fly them, maintenance test pilot, and uh, I'm currently a commander of a maintenance unit. So looking back, it's been a phenomenal journey. I never had any idea what the military would do for me, and um, I've been in nine different countries. I've been in 27 different states for the Army, for training or flying or something, and um, gotten to jump out of planes, repel out of helicopters, shoot artillery, do all kinds of cool stuff in my career. And really, um, it's all because God called me there. And um, yeah, yeah, it's been a, a neat journey. I'm sure we'll get into the spiritual side of it too. But Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's really cool just to kind of hear you walk through that progression. And also cool, that just kind of a guardism that you can join a guard unit enlisted. You can commission, be an officer in the same unit. 
and just stay a part of the same unit your whole career and now like you're a commander within uh the maintenance side of things and dude that's just awesome just guard wise like no one's leaving right <laughs> so it's just kind of nice yeah i mean the relationships i've built over these 18 years i've known people for that entire time and i served with them and know their families we we have that kind of connection in and outside of yeah the uniform and that can be a bad thing I, I like if that. you get a if you get it, a bad actor it can be <laughs> it can be but i think that's what through that god's really teaching me you know how it's not just the the quick in and out of the active duty lifestyle where definitely pcsing next month it's nice to know you but yeah for sure a, a longer aspect of developing relationships working through those conflicts and there's a more longevity focus there definitely well, back up a little bit for me. Um, so just spiritually, like you kind of had a change of heart. God was working on your heart a lot in college um, and kind of talked to me uh, just in regards to going to airborne school and kind of like what God did there for you. Yeah, so I think the big shift for me, other than a personal relationship that I could grow every day with God, bigger change as I got into the military that really helped me was the idea of intentionality. And so um, for me, and I really think anybody, intentional is a key word that we should all put into our lives. We, we oftentimes drift through life and just happen into things, but intentional, I think, is something that God wants from all of us in really all aspects of life. And so for me, when I was at airborne school, I, I thought... I was going there to jump out of airplanes, which I did, but God really sent me there to meet some really key people that helped me develop in life. And um, all those guys at the time were on staff with the Navigators, which is a military and collegiate and community ministry, and uh, some really important people in my life that came alongside me during that three-week period and really showed me what it means to be intentional about my own personal faith getting a daily time in the Word, memorizing Scripture, knowing what I believe, and then also being intentional with that, to share that with others. So being intentional and building relationships and sharing Jesus and showing people how to follow Jesus. And that really revolutionized how I lived. And then even going into the military, because that was while I was in ROTC, that gave me a foundation for becoming a leader in the Army and building relationships, taking care of soldiers, but doing that from the framework of being a believer. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, I just love your testimony in that. Uh, I think a lot of people in our country who would either claim to be a Christian or on their, uh, you know, on their dog tags, it says Christian. Um, and that's about it. You know, like I think a lot of them could probably relate to, that shell that you described kind of in high school, just like, Hey, I'm a Christian, but it doesn't really go beyond the title. Um, and like from my perspective, I know from your perspective, like it is not fulfilling, you know, like as a, as a quote unquote Christian, like that doesn't actually have a relationship with the Lord. Like there's nothing fulfilling about that. Like, and I just, it is so sad. There are so many people in our country who are kind of, uh, parading around in that manner. Um, and it's just like, that is not Christianity. That is not 
like having a relationship with the Lord. And so I think it's good to kind of uh, make the distinction that you don't get fulfillment from that. But like, it's so cool to hear in your story, just how much fulfillment you really were getting through Christ following um, just all the work he was doing. Yeah, I think that's where uh, the change was not only important, but it was rewarding that, okay, you know, God promises us, and even Jesus said in John fourteen twenty one, if you love me, you'll obey me. But even beyond that, he says, if you do that, not only will God show up, but I will be there with you. And that whole relationship mm-hmm. aspect of it is that man, I need to learn how to obey this guy that I call my Savior and my Lord. But when I do that, it's not just about obedience, it's about a relationship that I can grow that will take me all the way through life. And I think a lot of people say, okay, being a Christian is kind of boring, but the relationship side of it is new every single day. Yeah. And that is what sustains me for the rest of my life, and it's fresh all the time. Yeah, I mean, even getting in the Word, like, you can look at the same passage over and over again, and the Spirit can be just at work in your heart to reveal different things, like, throughout your life about the same piece of Scripture. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it ties into developing that relationship really shifted my focus where I had a plan for my life, but God had a better plan because he created me. Definitely. And so building that relationship, he led me into that military pathway, which I never would have thought of coming out of high school. And it developed into something that now has been really my career, my life work. But God has built that in me and then walked me through it, showing me all these things that he already prepared me for with sports or previous job experience. He's really set me up to do well in the military. And it's been a, a neat thing to look back on and see how God has intervened in those times to grow me to where he needs me to be. Definitely. So you had that uh, uh, three weeks with the navigator guy at Airborne, and then from then on it was just easy cakewalk, sharing the sharing your faith and all that? No, no that's definitely not the case. And, and really, I think what I learned from that is the importance of the daily quiet time with God to recharge and recalibrate from a daily perspective. All of us, you know, feel like we're self-sufficient, type A personalities yeah. in the military. And we think, I got this. And what we need, we need the sustainment of God, the Holy Spirit, the Word and Scripture and having that be a a refocus every day and so for me that was it's still a learning process you know here we are um you know basically 17 years later from that moment of what does this look like and building on that and so uh, fortunately for me i went back to school for one more year i graduated and then back then all army officers had to go back through or infantry school refresher before we went on to our follow-on training and I got to go back to Fort Benning for seven more weeks with those guys before I went on to my flight school it's awesome and so it's another opportunity to get really intensive training with those guys before I then went on to flight school and so finding those mentors has been really helpful for me just to look at people in life that I can ask questions of and that they can keep me accountable yeah. It's super important in my own faith development. Yeah, I mean we're we're account we're accountable to everyone in our life. Like if we're around the military people, you know, you got people making sure you're progressing, making sure you're 
um, headed the right direction, right? And so it's just like, like, why should the spiritual walk be any different? Like, surround yourself with people who are like-minded and who are uh, seeking to honor Christ. If if that's like where God's leading you, which obviously He is, um, then that's kind of like a no-brainer. Like, you gotta surround yourself with people. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of mentioned getting into the Word and recharging. What what is like getting in the Word, getting in prayer? What does that look like practically for you? Because you haven't mentioned it on here, or maybe I missed it. But just in talking, like you're you're married, you got five kids. I'm married, I have two kids, and it's hard it's hard enough in that environment to make time. So what does that look like for you? Yeah, so I think uh, it's always a challenge. No matter who we are or what we do, it takes effort to do anything that would develop us. I mean, the, the natural default for all of us is to be lazy, to, to not push ourselves. And so it's just like fitness. I have to push myself to grow myself. And so the same thing is true spiritually. If I'm going to grow myself spiritually, I have to really focus in on like I said before, being intentional, I need to put that on my to-do list, my calendar, and then I need to be consistent with it. And so for me, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, if I don't get up and have time with God, it will not happen. Yeah, I'm busy like everybody else. Once the work day starts, that is not my focus. And then when I get home and everybody's awake, I have five kids that are phenomenal and a, and a great wife. And we're busy, so there's no way I'm going to get Bible time in at night. So for me, I just have to say, what time do I have to wake up to get to work on time? All right, I'm going to rewind that 30 minutes, sure. and that's my alarm clock. And I just, I get up, I make some coffee, I make some breakfast, and I have coffee with Jesus. And I have to do that, otherwise it will not get done. And it's a good way to start the day, too, and there's all those benefits, too, but for me, it's just a matter of it will not get done unless I do it first thing. And so that then, you know, for me is a, uh, I have a reading plan. Um, I work through that because that keeps me online with what I need to be doing. I'm a pilot, so checklists matter. Yeah. So I follow the checklist that says, read this. Okay. And so I read that and reflect on it. But, you know, it's really a, a matter of giving the Holy Spirit time and focus to change me, to teach me. And that's really what it is. The, the coffee is made. I have some caffeine. I wake up. I read. And I let God and the Holy Spirit teach me and direct me with what I need to apply from that reading. Yeah, definitely. No, that's, I mean, that's our relationship, right? Like, that's that's how we can communicate with God. Like, that's how we can li- listen and learn is by opening up the Word. And so it's just crazy how we as believers like i mean i've i've gone on my stints where i haven't opened up the bible in a minute you know where i've just gotten out of habit for whatever reason and like how am i growing in those days how am i looking to god to fill me up in those days like i'm not you know so it's like definitely like i try to uh hammer it super hard on here like we're not talking legalism we're not talking you have to read your Bible in order for you to go to heaven, but we are hammering, like, how are you growing in your relationship if you're not? Yeah, exactly. And we we talk about it all the time as pilots. One of the most dangerous things for pilots is spatial disorientation. 
where uh, I'm in the clouds or I have low visual references and I cannot determine my position or my attitude and um, pilots just fly into the ground because yeah. they don't know what, what right is. That's sadly how Kobe Bryant died. And so the same thing happens to us as Christians. If we lose our references, we are spiritually disoriented and we may not even recognize it. That's the worst kind of spatial disorientation is unrecognized where I'm just flying and I think everything's fine. Oh, yeah. And then I crash into the ground. Controlled flight into terrain is what is one of the most deadly things for pilots. And so I would say that it's very applicable to the Christian life that controlled flight into sin when we're not intentionally focused on it. We just think everything's fine. Yeah. But that's what happens when we stop thinking intentionally about God and stop spending time in the Word or fellowship or accountability. And we really lose that calibrated focus of where we should be spiritually. Definitely. And then we wonder why we struggle. Or we don't wonder. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, another question for you. You you have this little Instagram page uh, that you messaged me from originally. What uh, what are you doing through that Instagram page, and and what what do you got going on with that? Yeah. So um, probably five years ago, I was working full time for ROTC and just working with a lot of college guys and trying to mentor them and doing a Bible study. But we had a lot of guys who just, a Bible study was not their thing. They would not step foot in a church. They would not step foot in a formal Bible study. Um, So I was just trying to think, how can I reach these guys? You know, I I really see the military as a calling. And so um, I'm here and God put me here for a reason. And so how can I share Jesus in the military? Obviously there's some we have to be careful with that. I'm not trying to proselytize people, but how can I <laughs> share my faith while serving in uniform? And so I'm trying to reach these guys who never would be reached otherwise. And I really just started asking God, what can I do? And how can I just try to connect somehow? And so it started out as just conversations. And I just said, hey, would you ever consider just doing a verse of the day with me? And the version Bible app is phenomenal. Um, it, it, on the homepage, it gives a verse of the day. And a lot of these guys I was trying to reach are big-time CrossFitters. So they, they always talked about the WOD, the workout of the day. So I said, hey, uh, why don't we do the VOD, the verse of the day, and I'll just do a group text with you guys. And there was four or five, six of them. Well, then they said, can I add a friend to that? Sure. Uh, so we ended up, you know, whatever the max is for an iPhone for a group message, yeah. we were pretty much at that level. And then I was getting ready to deploy, and not all of them had iPhones. And so there was, I couldn't do the iMessage across the world. And so one of the guys said, hey, why don't you, why don't you just start an Instagram page? And prior to that, I had no real experience. I mean, I had social media, but I didn't know how to make a page, or I had no creativity or anything yeah. like that. And so it really came out of necessity, because I was leaving the country. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I will start Google how to start Instagram. (laughs) So I just said, okay, what should I call it? And the guy said, uh, well, it's the VOD and you're on Instagram. I said, oh, okay, how about VODgrams? And so the Instagram page was born out of necessity because I I was going overseas. So it's VOD, V-O-D underscore grams, so VODgrams. And so what that became was I took the verse of the day from version, the 
Bible app, and I just post my thoughts, a little commentary, and I try to find a picture or something creative, and it's forced me to be more creative, but it also makes me consistent. And then now That's what I've right. added to that is Bible reading plans. So now I have my own Bible reading plan, and I take a verse from that, and then I just talk about it. It holds me accountable. And, you know, people always say, oh, this is great, and I like it. And I say, well, you're really just a spectator to my own personal Bible study, so <laughs> thanks for following me and liking it. And That's awesome. It's been great. I mean, God's really grown me through that, and it's been nice because it got me to connect with you. No, dude, that's awesome. I love that, man. And it, what I love about that, too, is uh, God bringing you to a place where you're like, God, like, help me, like, have an avenue to do X, you know? And, like, God is so faithful. And, like, if we run to him and we're, we're asking him for something, like, dude, like, he is our loving father and he is going to give it to us. And if, if that aligns with his will, and, I mean, obviously, you asking to... Uh, be able to uh, love on people and, and be a light. Like he's going to provide those opportunities and dude, it is like immediate. It is wild. Like I, I've had those weeks where I've just been praying for it and it's like all of a sudden someone's right in front of you. You know, it's just, it's wild. Um, yeah. I think the way I always put it is, you know, asking God to give me Holy spirit glasses yeah. so that I can see what he sees and I can see who he sees that I should be helping. And you know, it's up to God. You know, I'm just here to, to lead people as well as I can from my military side of things, but you know, take care of my family. Yeah. And then, okay, God, who's in my path that I need to try to encourage today? That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you doing the Instagram. It encourages me as I'm spending too much time on there or scrolling through a bunch of crap, and then I, I see a piece of truth. So keep doing it. it keep doing your own personal time. I think that's awesome that it's coming from that. So that encourages me to read as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think that's really cool, man. I hope you keep doing that. Uh, what would be kind of your advice to, uh, some listeners that are those gray men, believers, gray men or women believers that they're in their squadron. Uh, they happen to listen to this podcast, but no one really knows they're a Christian and they're kind of struggling to be bold in their faith. Yeah, so I think uh, the military, as you know, as anybody listening that's in the military, has been in the military, knows, is the military has plenty of reasons to be negative and just to feel like I am totally done with this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. But I really feel like God has just shown me how serving in the military is a calling. And so, yes, there's plenty of things that I don't like about the Army, and I'm sure anybody else in their branch of service would have too, but... I really just feel like the military itself is uh, an unreached people group. So we are here to carry the light of Jesus, and in my case as a leader, to lead my soldiers well, to take care of them and their families as best I can, and just be an example and make a difference in that way first. And then also to just see it as the relationships that I have around me, that, okay, I can overlook the unfortunate frustrations of the military bureaucracy because I get access to these people yeah. that I consider friends, that I consider, you know, associates, coworkers, whatever you want to look at it. But I'm here because God put me here. And that gives me a purpose. It gives me a mission that says, okay, I'm here to do my job well, as the Army pays me to do, but I'm also here to care for people, to love them, to lead them as best I can. 
and that gives me a, a higher purpose that's more eternal than just a paycheck. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I won't keep you on here too much longer. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Like, I love your heart, and I think you're right in line with kind of what I'm trying to uh, use this podcast for, just as an encouragement to other people. Um, we breezed through a lot, so I think we'll definitely have to have you back on here just to kind of dig more into um, maybe – uh, some squadron interaction stuff you got going on and just some of your deployments, some of your family life stuff. Like I definitely, I would love to go into some of that. And I, I know some of the view or listeners would enjoy that too. So please plan on coming back if this wasn't too painful. No, I'd love to do it. I appreciate you having me on and hopefully I can give some encouragement and yeah, happy to help out or encourage if anybody wants to reach out personally too. So thanks for the time. Yeah, and then uh, say that uh, Instagram tag one more time so they can message you. Yeah, one you. more time. It's VOD underscore grams, V-O-D underscore grams. Love to connect with anybody on there. Awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, enjoy the wife and kids, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, Ryan. Thanks. Appreciate the time. All right, have a good one. Hey, guys, again, thanks for listening to this episode uh, with Aaron and uh, – reach out to him on Instagram, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, and uh, definitely looking forward to connecting with you guys. Uh, You're not alone in your squadron. Like There are other believers out there, and uh, we definitely want to be a mutual encouragement to one another. So love you guys, and I hope you have a good week.